super loud, so that that's I am super loud. Welcome to Brains Brawl and Other. Unfortunately, Molly can't seem to be here today, but I'm Joe. And I'm Jack. And guys! Uh, <laughs> Molly? Yes. Where have you been? Uh, I can't tell you, but um, just say that we're in a better situation than we were before. What do you mean? Um, well. What's that? It's a lot of money. Oh, is that about... 16 million in cash, Molly? It is. Your, your, your ability to look at the notes in my hand and just tell the amount of money. When uh, I don't just have... Just for the list of it's 16.32 million, yeah, exactly. In non-sequential, <laughs> unmarked bills. Yeah. 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 How did you know? How it's did like you happen across this? Well, I didn't quite happen across it. Then I've been planning it for the last six weeks. Because... And that's because today's topic is heists. <laughs> <laughs> Just such a nice Thank you, we're now transitioning to sketch comedy. As you yeah. see, it's working really well for us. I think it did. Um, I, I did kick my kick Yeah, the you table. kicked the yeah. table quite aggressively. Yeah, I think you hurt your foot. That <laughs> sounded like I hurt a lot. It's sore, it's fine. I'm. It's Tor. How did he get here? I, did you heist Tor? She heisted Thor as well. That's He's I, part of her crew. That's yeah. the first thing I bought with my 16 He was the gadget guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, bought, I bought Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> So you didn't start with 16 million, you have... Oh no, I started with 20. He cost me 4 million. So you've lost money. So you, you only have 16 slave. million. Oh, right. Wait, you hired him after the heist? Yeah. <laughs> wow. He's very difficult Did to get Did you cut him heist. in at all? Or is that, was that his pay? Did no, you think I, that he, four was what everyone was getting out? He was all that he was getting out. When he hears this, he's going to be super there was, annoyed. There was actually a crew of like 20, and they all got paid like $15. Yeah. <laughs> 20 quid here. Probably just has 16 million left. I'm just, yeah, no, I just, I told them, I gave them what I felt they were worth. A lot of them didn't do much except for, you know, distract people. So they only got like, maybe, okay, if they worked an hour, I gave them like a good hour's pay. I gave them like 20. Uh, 20 I can see your expense account in front of you. It's less than minimum wage. (laughs) I wouldn't do that to anyone. I'm not cruel. Jesus. I'd go living wage at least. So what did did you heist, Molly? What did I heist? If we're going to keep up this charade. What what did I heist? What did you heist? Bar my monies. (laughs) Well, I think... In your head, this sounds more like money than it actually is. Yeah. It sounds like you heisted a casino of all their playing cards. Yeah, that also happened. Mm. That That's the money that they have in casinos, right? How much money do like, you would get if you stole all of the cards out of all the casinos? How much do you think casinos spend on buying cards? A lot, because they make a fucking bomb. Well, like, a blackjack table has, what, uh, four decks four, yeah. in a shuffle and then about eight shuffles, I think. And don't they keep coming and swapping out the decks that's as well I mean. with yeah, fresh that, ones? That's yeah. what I mean. They have about okay. eight per table. There's at least eight decks on a table. Yeah, and then but don't they also then how many change tables? them out every length no, of time? No, as no, well? no. I mean, there's, there's four. There's I believe there's four decks in a blackjack deck. But that's why I'm talking about the rotations. There's about eight rotations per okay, table. Okay, so there's whatever. I think I could be completely talking out my ass. I probably actually varies from casino to casino, but probably, they, yeah. they want. I imagine so. I imagine like the the. the I can't actual, imagine. Like, I can't imagine playing cards are high under expense report. At the same time. Yeah, at the same time, I think they're like, like not very high on their expense report, but also more than you'd expect. Yeah. Actually, no, because I don't they use. I might just be thinking about Ocean's Eleven. Oh no, Ocean's Twelve. I think it is where they just keep using new Ocean's sealed Ocean's card packs. But then you need to continually buy more cards. What do they do with all the old cards? Is that Burn how they heat the place? Oh, imagine that. That would be a really good use. Yeah. Yeah. How was your... How we was should your run a casino. Why did you steal all this money? We can start a casino with this money. No, because it's going to be evil money. How are oh, you going to launder it? my God. You don't have to. What? The heist money is payout from the casino. Then it gets distributed amongst hundreds, if not yeah. thousands of other people. Yeah. Then they're, we're, they're unmarked bills. No one... Someone ever gets By the way, them. that's complete bullshit. I know, yeah. No. Non-sequential bills literally do not matter. Yeah. Okay. Um, face that, and I heard that in, like, a Cracked or something like that video. It's not even that. Like, you you look at any heist, it doesn't... You know when people... Like, it's all from fiction. When people say they want non-sequential bills, they think they're being clever because it means the authorities can't go, okay, L4600 to L4802 or whatever, right? They're still going to mark every bill that goes out, like, even if it's non-sequential. Mm. 
then we get unmarked bills. But anyway, you can't get unmarked bills. <laughs> that's just that's just fake money. Yeah. Uh, but no, what I was gonna say is, we like you got your sixty million there. Yeah. How would each of us deal with having sixteen million of either cash or sixteen million of heist goods, like diamonds or something like Why that? Why are you cutting yourselves into my heist? Well, no, we're going to deal with all of okay, us. Okay, one second. Actually, no, no, I clearly, I clearly have this. another bag down here of another 16 million Yeah, for that's each a 16 of million of diamonds yeah. and a 16 a, million a gold. of gold. gold yeah. Here's wanna... my 16 million of Yorkie and chocolate bars. several <laughs> other 16 million of money as well. I've had of a, money. Of <laughs> legal tender. I've, I've had a busy Sunday. Yeah, we got up to a lot. You, you said it was roller derby, but now I know what you've been up to. Oh, I'm rolling. That's, that's all. Because um, I came up with an idea. Okay. Uh, Is this past, like, the first time we discussed this, where you said you were just going to keep all of your money in cupboards? Yeah, more than likely, if I actually come across this much cash, I'm just going to keep it in cash around the house, and I'm not going to know what to do with it, and I'm just going to, like, keep it in bags and cupboards, and, like, have comedy things where you'll open a cupboard and loads of money will just fall on top of you. Because that would be really funny. And a nuisance. But I wouldn't know what to do it with it. It would be such a nuisance. There's not much you can do with it. Yeah. But, apart from spend it, but you can't my spend idea... It. My idea. It's, it's stolen money. You can't spend it. That, yeah. Um... What I want to do, I want to use it because I was thinking about getting like a corrupt lawyer involved, right? Okay. So, so in that way they could help me do it. They need to keep paying them off, and that would be a big thing. So, so what would the corrupt lawyer contribute to your cause? He'd find how... some way of making me be able to convert this money into Swiss bank offshore accounts. accounts. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think you misunderstand the purpose of a lawyer. What you need yeah, is Yeah, you don't want a lawyer, you want an accountant. That's what I mean. <laughs> <You're doing. laughs> corrupt accountant. Right. You'll, you'll need a corrupt lawyer for when you're ever brought to court. Yeah, I'll have them both, okay? I've already hired one, so which, now it's going to be awkward to fire him. Don't have the lawyer do the accountant stuff and the accountant do the lawyer stuff. Like, bring I'm the witness sorry. to the stand. The lawyer's already started on the accountant stuff. I'm an accountant, I don't know what I'm doing in court. So my first idea was like, yeah, bring in a corrupt accountant and lawyer... Um, preferably best friends, so that way they... Are know, they a best friends team? Yeah, the, then they'll help me out even more, because they'll be like, hey, we're working on the same job, way! Um, oh, so, so, so they're not like a, a hired group that you like get one and you get the other, like it just kind of... Oh, that would be so much good. Is there Corrupt dark... lawyers are us. I was going to say, <laughs> can you look for criminals are us or find something there? It's the dark web. Um, yeah, just go to darkweb.com, see if you can get one for me. But no, what I was going to... Th- that's what I thought of originally, but the, if they know how much I have to deal with, they're going to be able to take so much more. But if I pretend I've got, like, a shitty amount of stolen money, mm-hmm. let's say, I don't know, half a million, and I'm going to use it to set up a Nigerian prince scam. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. But actually pay out. So, that's exactly <laughs> it. So they help me set up all the stuff for this Nigerian prince scam, and, and then, then you they send say, like, okay, money. here's the bank no, account you've got. No, send it to random people, apparently. No, then they set it up, and then I send out that email to loads of people, and then I get in the paper as, like, Joe O'Neill, the guy who responded to the one Nigerian prince that got him 16 million. But why does the Nigerian prince send you the 16 million in, in cash? Have no, he transfers it... it to my bank account. So they help me get set up the bank account and do all the stuff that I can then get the money in. Okay. Them thinking I've only got a pissy amount of money to get in. And then I put it all in, and then I send it all to myself. What if they read the papers? Joe, Joe how do you think... Do you just think money goes into your bank with no questions asked? No, I think the question is, how did you get that? And I'll show them the email thread. They'll be like, no, who the fuck no, is this? No, 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 no. Take it back two steps. Mm-hmm. You've paid... I can't believe I'm having this discussion. Also, you're paying the accountant you, and you've, lawyer. You've paid your accountant and your hand. lawyer. And you go, make me this identity as a Nigerian prince, which I, that's a whole other sort of issue. <laughs> it's a whole other kettle of fish. But, and then you go, okay, now put this money in the Nigerian prince's... The Nigerian prince's air quotes... Account. No, he gets it by mail. Oh, wait, no, you did say you got it in the fucking account. They, yeah. have, to put, they have to set up an ha, yeah. account for the Nigerian no, prince. No, that's not even yeah. the issue. That's the thing. An offshore, the my offshore account is my Nigerian prince account. Okay. Okay, I know what you mean. That how am I going to give them the cash to get into there? Mm. Is that what you mean? Okay, go on another thing now. I'm going to hire a fuck ton of corrupt accountants. Tell each of them I have a small amount of bad money. And then I give them all the account they need to get it into. How much money are you going to lose in this investment? Joe, Joe. Like, I think you have this image that corrupt accountants... Are everywhere. No, not even that. They have this ability to somehow uncorrupt money. 
Well, no, because if it's an offshore account, in my but head, it's get, a magic land. How do they get yeah. the money? See, that, see, that's the problem. How do they get the money into land. the offshore account? Before that's their problem, not mine. See, that's why I've hired them. Yeah, but Joe, you can't hire them because you can't pay them. You have to pay them cash in hand. Cash in hand. No, you can't pay them cash in hand. Why? Because it's fucking dirty money. They don't want dirty money going into their accounts. Exactly, that's why you can't why, pay them with dirty money. Why would they want the dirty money in hand? I'm glad we're in agreement. <laughs> okay then, Jack. Just, how will you deal with the 16 million? This is what I'm saying. It's a bigger issue than you seem to fucking <laughs> think it is. This is why, which we'll get into later, the heist I'm going to talk about, none of the money has showed up in 45 years. <laughs> none of it. What did they do with it? That's such a waste. That's the fucking problem, isn't it? That's why I heisted so many other things like diamonds and gold. You, I've just reminded me of another heist thing might be your one that's fantastic. When we call it a heist, it's a great one. It's a um, heist. But what would you do then, Jack? Yeah. With your 16 million of cash I will hand you goods. 16 million in cash. And right all now. goods. I'm not saying I have the solution. I'm just saying your idea of a solution is wrong. <laughs> I think the first one works better, which is really bad because it's just keeping it in our cupboards. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it is. That's what I'd probably you, actually you do. do. You, have, you probably have to do it until... The problem just goes away. So you have enough. You basically have to go deep, deep under, deep into the fucking shithole that is non-existence. Mm -hmm. Wait, I remembered my other plan, and I know this plan is really stupid, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. I would get presents, and I would wrap them in money. But oh yeah, this stupid fucking bullshit. Who hasn't seen money wrapping paper, right? So. You wrap it up in the money, you send it off the present, people see it as just like, oh, it's a, it's the, you know, pattern on it. It goes out. through, and then on the other side, they, like, cut it off. Now you're spreading your money around to locations. Uh, Joe, when do you ever cut open wrapping paper delicately? Because people, the person I'm sending it to knows what it is. How do they know? Well, I'm fine, I'm sending it to a blank address that I've bought cash in hand, that I then buy a flight to a nearby town, get a bus across... Then I go there, I collect the package, I way too much up. of a paper trail. Paper, yeah. Fine, I'll walk. Then why are you sending the money at all? That's a really good point, yeah. Jack. You're literally walking a parcel to you, another house that you, you own now. You've posted money to yourself <laughs> at another location, Joe. This is why you couldn't... Oh. <laughs> Joe, you can't be tr- trusted with 20 quid, let alone 16 million. I did lose a fiver the other night. <laughs> Apparently you posted million. it to yourself. Yeah, maybe you're gonna get it in the mail in a few days. <laughs> Fucking hell! I should really just go with a backpack of money cross country. That's my best bet. That why? Be why? 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 Why are we going across country? Just that was, I think. No, know I know where I live. What if they put the pieces together? Actually, they never would. They would never suspect me, especially I was talking on this podcast. I definitely do that. Like, if let's say, like, I did, if that, like, this money that I clearly have, um, I definitely like that. Say, switch over so much of it, like. Ooh, getting flight. Oh, I can, I can use my own my bank account to actually buy flights, and then go over and that's how like I I change loads of it to dollars. I could you could just walk around pay for shit by cash and be like cool because like I know the, my whole time in America I pretty much paid for stuff just in cash. I and have... like you could just see like all of America. You could just walk a lot of America or like just go see. see you're pro- biting your you, finger. You were, you're you're still leaving a paper trail. I have another idea of how to do it now. That's that's the thing. Right? You're underestimating the ability to trace currency. Okay, what but about this one? But the dirty money straight away is just going into like the post office where yeah, I'm switching. Yeah, where it gets flagged and then they can look at the bills they gave out at that transaction. Mm. Therefore I'll have tracking to, I'll just new have bills. To, I'll have to just go around Ireland because it's all... Actually, I can just do Europe because it's all Euro, so it's fine. Yeah. I forgot I, about that. I just have to skip We England. can just backpack across yeah. Europe I'm forever. going interrailing, guys. Bills are still marked. Guys. Yeah, but I'm only ever getting rid of like 20 or 30 quid at one go. So you're flagging it at various different locations. At loads of different locations. Do you know what I'm How doing? quickly do you think you're traveling? I'm, I'm going to spend a couple so of days. So what you're saying is you're doing it at various different locations. Sure, so you're giving them a more like secure trail to follow. Oh, she went from this shop to this shop to this shop to this shop and then moved on to this town where she went to six shops here. Okay, yeah. if money tracking is that extreme, I've got a new thing I'm going to do. I'm going to pay a bunch of people 100 quid to spend 20 quid in different shops oh, at the yeah. exact same time. So that if they like look at them on a map, it's just a big F and a big U. What if I just like... <laughs> and then what do you do with the rest of the money? I don't know. Have fun with it. <laughs> I definitely just... just I can Cash just... in hand. Like, no questions asked jobs. I reckon if you pay enough, you get that. I feel like you could definitely even, like, in a, in a whole, like, philanthropy kind of bullshit, walk around and just hand people money and see where they spend it. That way... 
all of those transactions, if it, if things are marked as drastically as you said, the same time that my marked bill is showing up in like, let's say like pennies or whatever the thing, because I'll just buy pennies or something. I don't know. Um, or just buy some stuff from pennies, probably. It's also at the same at the same point, someone I have never interacted with before is using a, like a, a marked bill, maybe like all of two numbers in the different serial number, whatever, in a different shop. And if I just went around Ireland or all of Europe the whole time, just giving out money, so like even after I've left, let's say like I do, let's say I do go into Raylene, I leave like France and go to Italy, but I've left money in France with a couple of different people while I'm spending bills in Italy. Money uh, is being spent you can, in France. You can get away with that. Yeah. You can get yeah, away. You can get away, you can get away this with this. This is how I pulled off on, the heist, No, based boys. on one aspect. Okay. There's one integral aspect. And the you, movie, catch me if you can. No, you can get away no, with see. a lot of the things you're saying. It's just popped into my head. If this one integral part is followed. Mm. They have to have no knowledge of who you are from oh yeah yeah I was I'm almost thinking no. of leaving like envelopes of money in places no but what I mean is when you heisted the money yeah they have to have no indication of you no identifying factors actually do you know what my yeah. driving of the FU thing I almost just want to leave just weird messages all over the world doing the exact have same thing seen... every time and then once either just only spend the money doing that or do it like once or twice and then just Live with the money. Have you seen the people who've like proposed by like, like doing runs that spell marry me? So then you go like, oh yeah, look at our run yeah. afterwards. It's really cute. Or um, it'd be like the opposite of spending. This guy you. on a podcast I <laughs> listen across to. Europe. This guy on a podcast I listen to, <laughs> who um, he spent months trying to run in a circuit that's his normal runtime, and also perfectly made a dick. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Do you have any plans to deal with the money, Molly, that you've got bar, under the table? Bar my interrelating. Um, I'm gonna gonna do a Ron Swanson and bury my gold. Yeah, that, that cash honestly, for gold. That's what I. Yeah. No, that's the wrong way around. You're gold for cash. Idiot. I know. I'm gonna cash for gold first, so I can buy some gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will somehow. No, I need money in the account for that. Wait, do the uh, vending machines in Saudi Arabia that give you gold bars? Do they take cash or card? Probably card. Okay, cool. Because if they take cash, I'm fine. I think, I, I'm liking your Ron Swanson burying your gold. I'm going to bury my gold. I got another idea. Just because I've been watching Trailer Park Boys recently. I'm going to buy a load of hash with it. And I'm going to turn the hash into coins. And I'm going to trade hash coins for things. So I have like the coins of like a 5 gram or a 10 gram. And I know how much that's worth. So then I find people who are willing to trade drugs for whatever I need. Because I'm going to be in a shady circuit if I'm in this. I'm not. Those hash coins worked in the show. Probably going to work in real life. <laughs> Hash coins just seem to um, I wish the audience could see Wait. how disappointed Jack looks. I feel like a lot of my camera, like, there's right too now many is just things. being taken up with, like, yeah, very sad Jack. There's too like, many things Jack wants to say about this yeah, idea. And it's amazing. And not enough time. Nope. You only have, like, an hour. <laughs> and he could go on. Yeah. The only way that I will accept anything other than what I'm saying, Jack, is if you give me this is something right you here. would do. That's just album, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jack praying for help. Yeah. He's asking the Lord Almighty to deal with Joe. Wait, if you get 16 million, you could deal with Joe. Oh my God, yes. I don't even care. You can get... You can, Joe, I, you do you know what? I would use the 16 million and jam every last note and coin of it down his fucking throat. Oh no, I just meant you could get oh, Joe I, taken care of. I thought you were going to just hire like 16 million worth of hitmen. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a thousand hitmen coming after me. You say you say it like you're. Stalkers. Hang on, hang on. You fucking say this. You say I have to hire sixteen million more hitmen. Like you're some fucking threat to me. Like I couldn't just take care of you myself. You don't no, want to I thought it was hands. gonna be. That you do just... I not? Because I'm pretty sure I do. I feel like if you did, we wouldn't be here, Jack. I just don't want it that badly. It'd be a different podcast if it was if you wanted it that badly. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I'm gonna get gold, bury my gold in a couple of places that only I know where my gold is. I'm gonna be an idiot and I'm gonna and post go- it to myself and then walk to that address and then realize the time I wasted in giving myself the same money yeah. in a different location. Yeah. But also probably do my interrailing thing and just handing out, pe- just leaving envelopes of money places because I, I have 16 million. I can do that. So if- so hey, if you find an envelope with money. You're welcome. If I can find a way to do my spelling shit out, I'd have the fucking best time. Like, yeah, but it still leaves way that. too much of a trail. And now that you've... Yeah, like... 
But also We're at the same not, time, I, I actually, I can't. I, we need to move on to the other part of this because I literally want. You're to. just having an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jack is about to like, <laughs> my soul that's dying with every idea he gives out. I know. I, I, your best bet, I'm going to say, is the cupboards. You can come into yeah. with me if you want. But yeah, honestly, me but, and Jack okay. can be in charge of my money. Oh, and that's what can I'm going to do. Just oh, I'm going to give it all to Jack. <laughs> now you, have 32, you have 32 million. million. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes the heat for both of us, yeah. and we get a good story. We're not, I'm not going to take any heat because I'm going to aspire to be my heister and just have it not appear. No one knows what's happening. But what's to the it. what's the point in heisting the money if you're not going to spend it? We'll find out when my heister eventually. And comes how long out. has that been, Jack? It's been 45 years, and no one's seen a trace. He's of not. It. Oh, I want to make a I new think, money. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. I so. want to make a new money pit. Uh, yes. Can we and Scrooge McDuck it? I will happily Scrooge McDuck $32 million. Oh, yeah. There's A doing that. There's B just doing the actual, no. like, fucking Nova Scotia money pit. Which we won't talk about more at the moment because that's an entire podcast in it. itself that I'm currently We're, preparing. I, I, I will 100% compiling. Scrooge McDuck my money. <laughs> you're not comparing it, you're compiling it. Comparing? I said that? I meant you're preparing. Saying, okay. I'm anyway, very good Scrooge with my Mc, Scrooge McDuck. I would Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck I wanna, my money. I want to Scrooge. I want to. I want to get one of those money guns that like just like fires all the notes out. Oh yeah, I thought you meant a t-shirt cannon. I, that's I, money. All no. I pictured was a t-shirt no, cannon filled with money. There is like make there's it also, rain guns. I also want to do that, but there's also make it rain guns, and I want to get those. I have. I only have notes. I they can't put them like, into the bank. Have you ever I'm seen Uno Extreme and you had to push the button <laughs> and maybe yeah, it spray yeah, cards yeah, at you? Yeah, it's yeah. that with it's a trigger. That for money. There's no button, it's a trigger, it's great. Um, so, Molly, like, I mean, you did this heist. Yeah. But what was your inspiration for behind it? I'm glad you both. Because me and Jack also prepared our own heist inspiration. Oh, okay. Well, clearly you were not as inspired as I was, because I went out and did it. But, A, just watching an Oceans movie, because... That was a great idea. There's, I just, I never feel... a great night. I never, yeah, it was... I never feel more motivated than when I've watched a good heist movie, you know? Especially when I'm planning a heist. So all you did was watch Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, I can probably do that. Yeah, And well, they just did it. Yeah, you said, what would you do with 16 million? I wondered. And then I was like, why don't I just go get 16 million? Then I'll know what I'm going to do with Best it. Best way to find out. Yeah. Just, it's practical thinking. Now I know what I'm going to do with it. Um, as also the fact that there's been no heist that's been like a proper big amount of money in Ireland. So I was like, you know what? The best we've gotten is like 50 grand, 60 grand, nothing really cool. Even even the lotto has gone up to like 14 million. I had to beat that. So like get the 16, you know. Well, there's 16 for each of us. So, you know, we have so much money. Um, <laughs> and our crew who are all getting paid pittance. They're pittance, yeah. It's living wage at least. <laughs> Including Chris Emsworth. <laughs> oh, he, no, was, he was four. Million. He and the four corpse million. of Adam Sandler. <laughs> um... But I don't believe the amount that we paid to exhume that. I mean, Molly paid to exhume that. I, I mean, didn't. I me and Jack were no way affiliated with this heist. We're on record. So when it. this is played back, I'm yeah. stuffed in the living room. Oh, is that what you spent your money on? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's that taxidermy model in your house. Oh yeah. my god. Um, no, but it's also because one of like this is one thing I will get onto. Um, one heist that my dad talks about constantly. It's the one he did. <laughs> was, yeah, and you know, in, in a heist family, I had to do another one. So any police that are listening at the moment, please switch off now. <laughs> uh, we'll um, edit in a timestamp and you can switch it back. From on. this point on, I'll go by a pseudonym. <laughs> if I haven't been using one the whole time. Brains brawn or other. <laughs> yeah. um, but this one, and it's one that... My dad mentions near constantly when we'd like drive to, to Kerry because he's always like, this is where this happened. But it's this really cool one where he, my dad's convinced a couple of million was, was heisted, having done a little bit of research into it and into Irish heists especially. Um, the biggest Irish heist has only been like a couple, like tens of grands, like 50 grand, 60 grand, whatever. So his idea of it being a couple of million, granted it was in like pounds or like punts even. So it probably does have some kind of like correlated value or whatever but it's this one it's really cool so if you think okay so you have like a little y road right mm-hmm. and one of them goes over a bridge and one of them goes under a bridge and the money is being transferred from the bank um so what the it's, it's as well as the ira have so actually what they do is they to, cut a hole in the bridge that's what i was thinking and they yeah. drop it through 
No. <laughs> what they do is they get road close signs and put those on the road that leads. I know it's like a little ring road that goes around this one road. So they force the van with all the money down this like side path um, and make it drive under a bridge. At which point, because there's like no helicopters can see them when they're under the bridge, which is actually a really good move and I wouldn't have thought of it. Um, but they have road close signs on like both sides. So they've cut traffic on pretty much as soon as the van goes down the, the road. They put them on that side of the road as well. So no mm. other cars are going to come down. Um, they come down and they get it to the point under the bridge and they like stop the van. At this point, no one knows what's happened, but none of the money has like ever shown up again. So it's just the van was stopped under the, the van bridge. was stopped under the bridge because that way no helicopter, the IRA did it. The IRA have claimed to have done it. Um, I know what happened. And they took all the money. They went under the bridge. They had to pay the, the toll to the, the trolls. The trolls, yeah, yeah. The trolls took all the money. The troll toll. <laughs> the troll toll. Um, I know where it is, and I do have it in a message. You know where, you know where the money is? is? Yeah, it's, guys, it's the 16 million I just found. My dad has it. <laughs> my dad. That's why you've never seen my dad. He's actually, like, always lying I've seen everywhere. your dad. You've he was wearing a solid gold suit at the time. <laughs> yeah, that was him. He's really easy to spot. You can just shine a All light he and it's always... He was, he was lying in his mountain of coke. <laughs> <laughs> you walked in he was screaming. He was trying to it, but the suit is too rigid and he can't. Um, yeah, it's in the Barnagap Road... And these are the notes, as my dad told me the story the last day, that I then sent my sister because I couldn't find the Walk notes Walk 40 paces till you find a stone wall <laughs> and a tree. <laughs> I said, IRA robbed a cash in transit van with millions inside. Since disproven. Uh, Barnagap Road went up over the mountain, bridge on the road, small bit of road went round, put up a sign for roadworks, stopped oh, the van are, Sorry, the I was wondering why these weren't these full were my sentences. These I were thought my these were were no, no. Yeah, I was like, who wrote this? These were my notes that I sent to my sister and then completely forgot I sent them to her and half an hour later she just sent me a message going, wow. <laughs> but by, by then I'd left my parents house and was really confused I was like why is my sister sending me a text that just says wow what did I send her and all, Wilson, I, Wilson all I can remember sending her wow. was her tickets wow. for Bruno Mars <laughs> so I was like why is she surprised she bought these tickets does she think I bought her these tickets I don't have the money yet I'm not buying her these tickets like, she has to go to Barnagap to get the money it's in Barnagap somewhere it's you know the IRA took it but that's like the one big one the other best and that's one I will never do better than is the time someone stole Michael Flatley's rhino horn. Oh, what? yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, Michael Flatley's rhino I've horn. I've only heard about this because he was... lives down where I live. Well, yeah, it's from, it's in Blackwater, Castlehyde, County It's Cork. from Roy. It's Cork. everyone, literally everyone who lives in the area knows yeah. where Michael Flatley lives. <laughs> like... He's a big fuck off. Like, Does he just have sleeves coming out of his house as well? Just no, he just has a big fuck-off gates um, like you'd expect Michael Flatley's house to have. My favourite part of this article, or just this part of the article, is the thieves had the audacity <laughs> to break into and they steal had a recording the horn while, they, <laughs> um, while Flatley was in the house playing computer games with his family. So he's in the house when it was stolen. Really? Um, but it's 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 only it's only ironically worth- enough he was playing payday at the time. Actually, no, my, the best Irish heist and it's one that went completely wrong was the guys who stole the digger and took the ATM uh, out of the side of the wall. Yeah, that's hilarious. I love them, and that's why I'm the most successful Irish it's heist. Uh, so no, my heist inspired me to inspire <laughs> you to do a Is heist. That, that's why we watched Ocean's Eleven. Um, the value that was taken. Was eighteen point seven million Canadian dollars. Okay, what's that in normal money? Uh, like twelve. Twelve quid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Canadian money. It's not real. So, and uh, the reason I say Canadian dollars is because this is the most Canadian heist of all time. Was, did they walk in and ask for it? So no. What you need to know beforehand. Did they say thank you when they stole it? They no. So no one like for a long time they didn't know this heist was going on because it took a long time to. Did they just work in a seven bank? years? Because what you need to know beforehand. Is in 1966, okay. most of the maple syrup producers in Canada oh. sort of formed a thing where they would like work together to maximise their profits. Some would call it a union. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They unionised it so that they could collectively market the maple heist. syrup. Um, so what they did is they formed a federation known as the Federation of Co- Quebec Maple Syrup Producers. <laughs> and the way they did this... The is United they, Federations of Planets. Pretty much, but with maple syrup. <laughs> So they rented out a shit ton of warehouses okay. and they stored all of their maple syrup in there. But the amount they sold, the amount they collected, they always collected more than they sold. 
It's this whole thing where they would come by and check it every now and then. I think it was what I can actually find it. I have to look at your page. Oh my god! Open. Wait. It's about once a year. Did, People would come oh, in I'm and check. I'm picturing the blossoms. Did someone steal all the maple syrup? So, <laughs> between 2011 and 2012, 10,000 barrels of maple syrup oh were stolen. <laughs> the way they did this is the thieves would sneak in. So yeah, they were only inspected once a year in large, unmarked white metal barrels. That's just sketchy. That's where they were stored. So the thieves would what? go in. You mean what? it's sketchy? It's maple syrup. It's sketchy. If I saw a large white barrel that's unmarked, I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck is in there?" I think it would be way. You've less been sketchy. on a farm. You yeah. see, like, there's loads of unmarked fucking yeah. barrels of any Girl, color. Grocery stores, barrels fucking everywhere. Yeah. But the thing is, know, they don't even company. take it in the large white barrels. They, they siphon it, it off, into put it into drug. their own containers, that's, and then that's a definitely they put not stolen water. maple syrup. They then put water. Into the oh white my god, that's amazing! But no one knows because all they do is they come along and check. Yeah, these barrels are here, and then they leave. So the reason why they but were the found out. But the barrels are unmarked. How do yeah. they? Just so do they count them? They count the barrels. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's an arduous. Because that's how they were found out in the end. Because they were swapping out these barrels for the ones full of water over the course of two years, mm. until eventually they just like at some point during their heisting, they were like, no one's found us out. Let's just not bother filling with water. And just take the syrup out and leave the barrel behind. Okay. So the way they were found was someone tried to climb the stack of barrels while they were doing their inspe- inspection. And it all fell down. They were like, what They're the fuck empty. has happened? It's because they were all empty. Oh my god. Yeah. 18 people were arrested for this heist. Uh. Six were convicted. <laughs> for how long? But uh, it was, I think the most was eight months. And there was like a $1.2 million dollar... Uh, payout. I actually have it on screen. I actually really like the idea that someone's in prison next to like everyone. It's like, so what you in for? So yeah, I stole maple syrup. Um, one of them was the insider who was getting them in and out. Mm-hmm. That guy had five years in prison and mm. one point two million dollar fine. And uh, the guy who was reselling it was also arrested. There's no record of how much he was done for. Okay. Um, another guy that was arrested who isn't listed here is the father. Of the guy who who, pos- who was storing it. So when they were like moving it on, this guy was hanging on to it. It was that guy's dad got arrested. So he's the donkey. And the person who was accused of being the ringleader served eight years mule. in prison. Yeah, I was like, what? He's the mule. <laughs> he's the mule. He's not a donkey. <laughs> um, but the ringleader served eight years in prison, had a $9.4 million fine, with an extension of 14 years in his sentence if the fine wasn't paid. So he's still in prison. But what do they do with me? And the last guy was the driver who served eight months in prison. That guy got the fucking best deal out of it. Mm. Eight months and he has his cut. Yeah. Yeah. But what did they do? Like, there's only so many waffles and pancakes you can eat. Like, legitimately, I tried to find this. I don't know how they marketed the the maple syrup. How do you do that? Uh, Own brand stuff. Market your own brand. What? So yeah. we go on, if we go on Etsy and find some maple I mean, syrup, it could be Maple theirs. syrup. We were talking about bills being traced you earlier. Mean Etsy. No, own brand. <laughs> where own brand. Who is Etsy in maple syrup? Hang on. How many shops can you go into here and find your <laughs> own fucking homemade maple, uh, honey or maple syrup or whatever? None, Jack. I go to Etsy yeah, for my... No, my fucking I will, craft honey. And I will, yeah, no, no. Look, I will, I will Set defend myself <laughs> in saying, wouldn't it be weird if someone is selling maple syrup that is not in the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Sellers? No, because they were only the largest. Sets. Yeah, it's okay. they're like oh, okay, the big brand. Okay, yeah. No one's going to invite fucking Michael, who makes two fucking <laughs> jars a week. <laughs> to join the Confederation of Planets. Well, I'm going to. <laughs> Michael, the large metal barrels. Michael shows up with one jar. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm busy this week. <laughs> I, I have like a League of Nations style thing with all the big ones. And just Michael's there with a single jar. He's like sealing. Just no one gives a shit about. But like his family are so proud of him. That's the reason why no one keeps I'm him I'm proud out. of Michael. Because his family are always at the door giving him a two thumbs up. They're his biggest uh, customers, actually. It's his family. <laughs> That's all of his profits is his family. Yeah, it's like do you know <laughs> but when you're. He doesn't know it yet. No, they don't. Because what they're doing, they're putting it back into his supply, so that next time he goes, he's got more maple syrup to come with. Oh, and I was going to say that, like he he, like does he has managed to rope in like a local shop, 
and they're selling the maple syrup but only his family come in and buy it off the shelves so like once a month he goes back into the shop to collect his profits and like the shopkeeper's like oh here Michael here's all this money you made and he's like yeah I've done such a good job then he goes home and they're like Michael Michael oh one maple tree that gave us one jar last month gave us two this fucking shit what So I'm trying to find statistics to see consumption levels of are... maple syrup in Canada okay. to see if we yeah. can try and predict, you know, if if it's viable for them to actually get rid of this. I now understand why it's the Federation of Quebec or whatever. <laughs> so in 2011, which is the most recent survey done... That's the time which is of the, the heist the as well. That's why there's not been a survey done. <laughs> the Newfoundland region had one maple farm. Prince Edward Island had 11... Nova Scotia had 152. So you'd have New to Brunswick sell it on had Etsy. 191. Um, Manitoba had 67. Saskatchewan had 24. Alberta had 7. British Columbia had 82. Ontario had 2,673. Wow. And Quebec on its own had 7,639 maple farms. Holy fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that is. That is. That's so much. How much maple syrup do they go through? But here's the thing as well. That's how they could take 10,000 barrels and not get found out. Because there is so much. What was the quantity? 10,000 barrels. Are you sure it's barrels? How big is a barrel? Um, So, 600 pound barrels of maple syrup. So 10,600 pounds. Work that out. So there's an interesting thing here, and I wonder if this is impacted by this heist. Uh, maple syrup production by province in the thousands of gallons. In 2011 and 2012, they were about 2,000 gallons shy of every other year. Quebec was. They only produced 7,690,000 uh, of gallons uh, in 2011 and, 20, and 2012. And then 9,000 the <laughs> in 2013. That's 14. the highest must have you know, that actually, Because one of the things as well that I was told um, outside of the Wikipedia article, which was how I was first introduced to this which is... That their like confederation mm-hmm. has like a certain amount that they have to hit of a quota every year. Okay, it's like the European butter thing. Yeah, but they hit it so hard every year. They always have surplus, and that's why the guys knew they could steal this all and it wouldn't get spotted. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I figured out what I'm going to do with my 16 million. Though I'm just going to buy a, a maple. maple farm. <laughs> but you have to buy it in like uh, one of the shit places. No, Newfoundland where there's no competition there's one farm yeah, yeah buy 16,000 in Newfoundland yeah. no I was going to buy one and just like make it really cool you put like bejazzles on it was... wow um, no. top importers of maple syrup I reckon it's European yeah one is United States yeah it makes sense mm-hmm. um uh, I'm followed by Japan. Oh. oh fuck! I was gonna say Germany. Germany's third. United, oh, yay! United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, which I don't know how they're importing. Their own <laughs> Canada. Why, Why do you need? They to send import it to the more? United States and then bring it back. Hang on, this is that's to... all the scam. It's all the it's all the, it's all the scam. Robbery. It's all yeah. the prim- is it Prime Minister or President of Canada? Probably. Well, mm. to the Prime President of Canada, stop importing maple syrup. Justin Trudeau, <laughs> you have so much. Why? I know he listens to us. He needs to get this message. Trudeau, what are you doing? Trudeau, text me back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I've been ignoring your texts, but can you just answer Stop this question? Stop ghosting Trudeau, Joe. So, it was a weird evening. Um, so, Jack's heist. Your inspiration. Heist. Come on. My inspiration is actually pretty famous, and you may not know the heist, but I'm sure you'll know the name. Ocean's 12. Hang on, I'm going to guess. D.B. Cooper. It's D.B. Cooper. I've been thinking of an episode Wait, of Mysteries oh. for this. You, uh, you can't give a mystery to D.B. Cooper. He's too much of a man to make the legend. D.B. Cooper Name is fucking stellar. He's amazing. I love D.B. Cooper so much. So your heist has rumours of it being the IRA. Mm-hmm. Your heist, they were caught. It is known that this guy did this heist. It is known how much he took. It's known what he did. And then he fucking disappeared for 45 years. No and one has seen him or the money in 45 years. So, in 1971... So, D.B. Cooper is kind of like the... It's the name the media has given him. Okay. Because no one's sure. Um, in 1971, basically, this guy boards a... Because wasn't the thing that... When in, like, rehearsal... So, D.B. Cooper was what people kept saying. This is what it's called. It's called 
But apparently the first person who actually heard his name told other people started calling it DB, they heard Dan. Yeah, because no, I was about no, to say, so I, I definitely heard no, it before and I heard happen- of a Dan Cooper. What happened was he booked his name on the flight as Dan Cooper. That's, That's it. it. Where DB Cooper comes from is during the initial his investigation. Name is Dan Brown. Cooper. It no, was fucked up. No, a, a guy by the initials DB Cooper was investigated. A journalist mm-hmm. caught wind of this. And just assume di- didn't co- correlate that it couldn't not be it him. Could, that's definitely yeah. So yeah. DB Cooper became synonymous with this heist. Okay. So basically, a man um, boards an aircraft uh, at Portland International Airport, bound for San Francisco, I think. Yeah, read um, that Wikipedia article. You do it. You I said, will. We give you all the time to like. Learn yeah, it's a, there's a lot on this article. Trust That's me. That's why I was planning doing this. As a yeah, there's like episode. six fucking subjects on the matter. Anyway, he boards the Boeing seven two seven and he sits down. Mm-hmm. Orders a bourbon. Pays for the bourbon. Cash or card. It's nineteen seventy one. you tit. It's the seventies. Who, who pays Gosh. for card nowadays on a flight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd make yeah. copies of the cards back then. I've never seen a card machine on a flight. Who the fuck orders with card on a flight? What? What the yeah. fuck are you you're doing insane. on a flight with a card? Yeah. Yeah, the, how do they connect to the internet? They have broadband on flights now. You can... Uh, you, 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 the you, the you planes can, will crash. That's not how that works. That's not anyway. how that works at all. <laughs> anyway, so everyone gets a decent look at this guy. You know, it's no secret what he looks like. Air hostess is an awesome. Okay. He slips the air hostess a little note. And she takes yes, it, and she okay. goes, ah, it's just some fucking creep with his number or whatever. Yeah, no, we watched the thing in this, it rings a bell. Oh, you've watched, okay. So, slips in the thing, and he goes, she she chucks it in her bag, and he sees this, and he goes, Miss, you might want to read that. Um, yeah, because on her report, she was like, you get so many fucking businessmen yeah, sliding exactly. your phone numbers, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'll fuck another one. The letter says, do not panic, I have a bomb on me mm-hmm. uh, he was carrying a briefcase when he boarded the plane so he tells her to sit down next to him and he shows he, he briefly opens a briefcase and it's just enough to show her various tubes and wires hooked up to them okay uh, he asked for $200,000 which it was 200000 at the time it would now be estimated to be about $1.2 um, okay in negotiable American currency. That's the exact what's, words he used when asking for what's it. What's negotiable currency? I'm going to get to it. He asked for four parachutes and a fuel truck standing by in Seattle to refuel the plane. Weren't they specifically non-military as well? Was another thing he stipulated. Yep, it's all going to come up. Don't worry. Non-military what? Parachutes. Parachutes. Oh, okay. You're, it's all going to come up, trust me. He So your one goes and she tells the pilots what's happening. You need to land in Seattle. Yeah. Well, no, they would have to land in Seattle anyway. No, oh. they didn't have to land in Seattle specifically. He told them to. They would have had to refuel basically between where they were going. Um, he basically goes, blah, 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 we're going to land there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they land. Uh, obviously, the fucking FBI and all are stationed there already. Mm-hmm. A guy from the Wait, airport comes there's out. there's one demand you haven't mentioned so far. It's my favourite thing. It makes me love DB Cooper so much. In his demands... Uh, before he made them and like the crew and stuff that he knew who was going to be keeping on the flight, um, he asked them if they want any food. Yeah, I was going to get to this. He, okay. he offered yeah. to he offered to buy all the staff food That's when they okay. when they were sta- when they landed in Seattle. Yeah. He in also life, yeah. weirdly enough, after the demands had been mentioned and obviously they lied to the passengers to not panic them, he then ordered another bourbon, paid for it, and offered the change to the stewardess. He uh, like. All the reports indicate he was a really, really nice guy. And really everyone interacted with him. Was yeah, like, really courteous. Gave no indications. Wasn't one of these, you know, political terrorists who were like, take me to Cuba, blah, 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 blah. He was just really quiet, middle-aged man, just on a flight. As he far looks as like a normal guy. Like. Um, so he makes everyone pull the shutters down on the blinds as they land in Seattle. But to, you can't have this. Okay, it's the 70s. It's a fucking hostage situation. <laughs> He has them all pulled down to avoid sniper fire, just on okay. the off chance. Um, the money is brought to one of the stairwells and left at the door. Your man is sent away. He takes the money in and he allows all the passengers to leave, all the staff, bar, I think the air hostess and just the two pilots. He then goes into the pilot and says, "We, I want you to fly in this direction. The pilots realize it's towards Mexico City. And uh-huh. he says, I want you to fly at this speed which is the maximum speed capable of the plane before it stalls. 
I want you to adjust your wingtips to 15 by 15 degrees, and I want you to continue in this direction. So he knew what he was talking about. He also said that they had to fly with the something door open. Oh, no, the landing gear in the, landing down, in the down position. That's it. Landing gear in down um, position. And they kept telling him it wouldn't work. And that was why he gave, the, gave those specifications that it will work mm-hmm. if you do this. Um, so the four parachutes that were delivered to him mm-hmm. were... Um, non-military. Non-military. This comes up later on, and you'll see why they're non-military later on. There's a specific reason. Uh, initially, it's obviously it was assumed so they wouldn't they couldn't be interfered with. Mm-hmm. The ones he got were from a local skydiving school with a, a manual ripcord. So they continue flying anyway. Okay. Uh, he sends the stewardess into the cockpit and tells him to stay there. Uh, about an hour into the journey, they notice uh, a decrease in pressure within the cabin. Mm-hmm. Oh, he also specified they weren't to pressurize the cabin door. Uh, they noticed a decrease. So he could like open the door at any point then. Yeah. They, okay. So they noticed a decrease in cabin pressure. Uh, all this while, by the way, obviously military aircraft are following them out of sight because this mm-hmm. is a fucking situation. Um, he said he had a bomb. Yeah. Besides the point, he's now hijacked an aircraft. His man is fantastic. Um, it's amazing. He, he doesn't even get to the best part, money. Yeah. So cabin's depressurized. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, they were so told, the door has probably been opened. Yeah. So they notice obviously some turbulence as a result of the cabin depressurization. Yeah. And about an hour later, they notice a severe decrease in cabin pressure. They continue flying. Okay. And they land in Reno. I believe Reno is where they drop down to refuel because they said they wouldn't make it to Mexico City on that fuel that they'd have to refuel. Mm-hmm. They found the aft stair open. Mm-hmm. The aft stair is not located within the cabin. The aft stair is the large entranceway into the luggage hold. Oh. It is. Do you know the ones you see in films in military like, aircraft? They're that like, go, Shh. yeah. Yeah. That is open. He has jumped from the aircraft, has not been spotted by these two planes, and has escaped completely unnoticed. So, there's a few things. In order for him to escape, to jump from the aircraft uh-huh. without being visibly noticed or located on radar, he would have had to basically do what's called a halo jump. He would have to jump from the aircraft and deploy his parachute at low altitude. Yeah, like base jumping. So one yeah. of the things I remember about this, I could be wrong, you've been reading up on it, is didn't he do it from like over the Rocky Mountains at a point? It might, I think Isn't the Rocky Mountains like over the forest head, or something. And it's the... Everyone says there's no possible way of doing that. He would have died. That was the initial assumption. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's more. Uh, I'll just say right now, later investigations revealed that because of his change in headings and the stuff like the landing gear being down, he was actually located over a river area. Mm. Um, so, the reason he so asked for... a power in. Oh, shut up. The reason he asked for the four parachutes is initially, when they delivered him, because obviously he hadn't let the people off the plane at this stage, they delivered him four unaltered, completely normal parachutes. Yeah. The reason he asked for four rather than just one is because they had to go on the assumption then he would throw passengers out of the plane in order to test the parachutes Mm. to see if he'd he'd been given faulty parachutes. That way... It didn't matter. He could let the passengers go. He knew for a fact he they had, had completely, to have completely like, yeah, functioning function, parachute. Yeah. So, DB Cooper's now jumped from the plane. Plane's landed. FBI investigation's now open. Fucking shit hits the fan. Now, all the bills are... They're non-sequential. And they're negotiable Just American like currency. What's negotiable? That... To come back to. Is a term no American would use. What American would say negotiable American currency? Mm. This led them to believe he was of Canadian origin because he did ha- he did fit. He had no distinguishable accent from what they could gather, and okay. just appeared to be familiar with a lot of like slang and stuff like that yeah. from the yeah. region. Investigations opened. There's a number of suspects. They especially because they know what he looks like. Yeah, well, that's yeah. thing. He, like... he never he never he was never a secret what he looked like. Um, so, investigations <laughs> opened, a uh, bunch of suspects are rounded up, there's no sign of it, no sign of the money. In about 1980, an eight-year-old child finds a bunch of destroyed bills washed up on the side of the river. They're then later identified as part of the bills. Other than that, none of the bills show up. Uh, rewards are offered by various outlets, such as media, 
Uh, there's like a thousand dollar reward by one outlet that says if you can provide us with one of these stolen bills, we will give you the thousand dollars. It was up to five thousand by another one. All these amounted to nothing. None of the bills showed up. Uh, an interviewer was later stolen of like two hundred thousand dollars by people claiming to be DB Cooper, but oh, wow. obviously it was a complete bullshit. Um, so investigation stays open. There's huge fucking madness about it. It's led to revolutions in. Uh, the way aircrafts are handled, there's now a Cooper valve installed on all flights, which prevents the aft stairs being opened during flight. Oh, that's so cool! Um, yeah. Does that make like all of those movies just completely fake? Yeah, like, probably. Like, uh, well, no, not the military, not not military oh, yeah, aircraft. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so case stays open, no sign of the money. In 2016, the FBI have officially. That's so I know the FBI have officially announced they're no longer investigating the case because they need to restructure, obviously, their Everything. interests. Um, so that's what that's why I bring it back to the earlier thing of like just wait until the heat dies down. Forty five years later, no one gives a shit about him. Man still has fucking one point two million dollars. You know why? Yeah. It's because um, with that one point two million, he has paid people to spell "fuck you" <laughs> all around Europe. Um, yeah, but basically the man vanished. The man vanished off the fucking face of the earth. That's fucking now there crazy. is one weird thing which would have been great for the mystery thing, but it literally it's been confirmed just that f- this isn't anything to do oh. with it. The guy who owned the skydiving school, which the parachutes came from, was found murdered in his house in like 2015, I think it was. Um, of course, that led to loads of speculation that's D.B. Cooper. It was now, Jack, I'm going to hold you there because there's so much we have to talk about and the podcast is getting long at this point. So what we're going to do, we're going to ask it literally, the he, he was burgled. I feel he like was burgled and killed. It's literally nothing to do with D.B. Cooper. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was I, just going to end it with my quip, but that's fine. So what we're going to do is there is, because there's a lot of things... I know about this case as well, and I'm sure there's a lot of questions. Not Molly much else to, to the case. This. Well, no, there's a lot of sort of Is theories. There's more shit, shit with like the that. case. There's always yeah, okay. and we could elaborate on different Aliens. details. Is that so aliens for once, thank fuck. Um, well, it could be. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> what if the moment so he jumped out of the, the aircraft, he got abducted by aliens? If you want a full episode on this, leave it in. If we don't have comments, Joe. What are they going to fucking he, do? They can well, email us. They can email us at brainsbrawnandother at Great. gmail.com. Great, fill our fucking email with shit. Um, put the subject header as DB Cooper, please. Uh, or I am DB Cooper. Uh, I have all them. the money and I'm a fan of the show. And if you donate are DB yeah. Cooper... You will have to give us some of that money to prove the point. Yeah. It's okay. And no, you're my no. hero. You don't because I have 16 million. Yeah, you're my hero and I've been we'll Jack. It for proof. I've been Molly. And I've been the best, Joe. Fuck you all. <laughs> I'm the one who stole the money. If you enjoyed that, you can find us at Facebook at Brainsborn and Other or on Twitter at BB and Other. I'm at Joe Alfie. Molly is at a home Molly. Or if you just want to suggest a topic or just say something, email us at brainsbornanother at gmail.com. Our outro and intro music is Quirky Dog by Kevin McCurry at incompetech.com. Thanks for listening.